0: Triplewell has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewell.com and check it out. Oh, I actually saw another cool one recently, which is anybody who orders this, I want to add an item to that order. Like a free gift.
1: I get asked all the times of how to, to, how to do stuff. I I saw it on Twitter today. I don't know if you know Crossmat, but Chris was posting it. What what can I do to stop discounting where it's a 10% discount? It doesn't really matter that much, but things like people who buy the full cake, get a free beach towel or some sunscreen or something. Welcome back to Pit Stop. Joining me once again is Jonathan Crawford. he, First founded a software company, which he sold to Alibaba before getting into the e-commerce side of things with Mudwater and Groovy, but you don't have to be as nearly as technical as he is if you want to get started with automations, allow you to get more done and work smarter. It can be as simple as cleaning up a little bit of your app, apps that are bloating up your Shopify store. Jonathan, welcome back to Pit Stop. Thank you. Glad to be here. So let's start at the at the top, and you made a really good point in the green room that a lot of founders you're going to be on the the bleeding edge of technically what's capable of not just removing inefficiencies, but but like like a true pit stop where the Formula One car pulls in and they start buffing off to to shave a third of a second of air resistance. That's what, that's really where where you are at this point in your e-commerce career. But there's a lot that um, I I want to choose my words carefully here. I don't want to call anyone a Luddite, but if you're you're just getting started with automation that you can do to clean up your store. So I'd love to, to just dive into that. I know that you mentioned you talked to a lot of founders on Clarity. What are some of the issues that you see with some of the brands that you help at the start and where the, the biggest room for improvement is, if you will, to, to get started with apps and, and automations?
0: Well... One of the biggest things I see is just like a uh, lack of understanding sort of what the common stack is. What are all the suite of five to 10 tools that everybody should be using? And I'm sure there's like countless blog posts on what those are. But really, like if you're starting from zero, figure out what those are and go ahead and use them. Don't worry if it's like $29.99. Like that price is going to be worth it. Like don't try to mm-hmm. save money on, on anything that people are kind of putting on their sort of short list of like the core e-commerce stack or the Shopify app stack or whatever. Yeah, if you're worried about eight like so I think Mesa's eight ninety nine a month starting, if if that's if you're afraid of that, like you shouldn't <laughs> be in business. Like that's
1: not enough to scare you away. That that's what you would cover in gas driving to an in-person meeting ten years ago.
0: Yeah. I mean, your time is worth more than that, than even like the five minutes it takes to think about it. So yeah. go ahead and go for that, that stack. And, th- and that's, you know, kind of parlaying into me. So that's one of the things I like about it is it really does sort of just, it's like the hub of the wheel of that kind of core e-commerce stack. It connects to all the things. It makes all the things talk to each other. And then, you know, what I do, I think what what a lot of starters, a lot of starters are going to figure out how to like automate an existing process. Like, okay, I want to get my customers that look like this into a Google Sheet or any order with this product in it, I want to put into like I said a Google Sheet. I've seen both these, but then oh, I actually saw another cool one recently which is anybody who orders this, I want to add an item to that order like a free gift.
1: Yeah. I get asked all the times of how to, to how to do stuff. I, I saw it on Twitter today. I don't know if you know, CrossMat, but Chris was posting it. What, what can I do to stop discounting where it's a 10% discount? It doesn't really matter that much, but things like people who buy the full cake, get a free beach towel or some sunscreen or something
0: hmm. Yeah. So you could very easily do that with Mesa. But then, you know, so that's sort of like the automate. Otherwise, you'd have to like go through and like at the warehouse or wherever. Remember to put that in. So you could definitely automate that. And that's an existing process that you could speed up. But then what I do is I'm usually building additional I'm like building my own Shopify app, but like several of them all-in-one Mesa account. And so, you know, it's stuff that, like, I wasn't doing before that adds more advanced customer experience or data insights for the team, notifications, et cetera. But it's all sort of enhancements and not time savers. But Mm -hmm. there's both. So you're doing time savers and enhancements. Like, oh, yeah, so I now text myself,
1: the second that we get a fraudulent order. Yeah, which is huge, especially this time of year, credit card fraud is getting getting bigger. I, I produce another podcast called Fraudology, and so I follow that industry pretty closely. And with all the PPP fraud going on, that, that's just building a war chest for future fraud. That's not the fraudsters' Retirement Fund. So reducing fraud orders is huge, yeah to make it worse they were they were like going out they were getting uh, shipped before we could and they were like 200 dollars orders um oh that's a lot of product a lot of shipping costs and then yeah and we were back- just eating it like we
0: we didn't have an existing process for that so this was like an enhancement um so i you know i wasn't automating something that we were doing but i'm now saving
1: myself 200 dollars every single time it runs well more than that i mean if you do four of those a week that's you're saving over 50 grand of fraudulent costs to your business that's that's an fte yeah you got to
0: get creative um you got to put it put it in your on your hip and your utility belt and then just say like i wonder if i could do that with mesa and the answer is probably yes i have found
1: one thing that I think we were talking about, which is really uh, important as well, is just cleaning up sort of those single use apps. So on one hand, you have don't skimp out on sort of your we'll call it your core for your marketing automation. If you need some sort of subscription management, a help desk, don't don't skip out on those. But there's a million different little single use apps. How have you used Mesa to to kind of just remove some of those and save even more costs there? Yeah.
0: So I inherited the
1: Shopify
0: setup at Groovy. It was mm-hmm. set up like weeks before I joined the team last spring. And there were a few, there have been a few apps installed that were like single feature apps. It was like tagging customers and tagging orders specifically those two come to mind but then there's been a handful more and you know it was 15 bucks to do that whole prego tagging thing that we talked about in the first episode i think it was 15 bucks just to do that one thing so all i did was spend five minutes and just moved it inside of a mesa workflow and you know now it's like i get to delete an app and the automations aren't going to cost me five bucks in Mesa charges. So, or sorry, 15 bucks. So it's a little bit of savings, but it can add up, especially for smaller guys. And it's just one less thing to manage because, you yeah. know, this is like a all in one. And
1: uh, I probably look at a lot more Shopify stores than the average person. I probably reviewed 10,000 at this point. And a lot of times there'll be some code that's broken and that's coming from an app that you forgot you installed months ago that then is now it's not the $8 or 15 bucks a month the app, it's the lost order. It's the slower load times. It's everything else bloating up from that. And I guess if we were to wrap it up here, I I know we've covered a lot over these three episodes. What would you say are the keys to successful automation? Obviously, we have data integration as, as one aspect, but what do you think would make uh, a store successful as they they get started with with automation. It's so not just one automation that's successful, but really taking an approach to automation that that's successful.
0: I I can't say enough that you should just install Mesa and play with it. You're gonna find something that is like, even if it's just a nice to have, it will be worth it. You'll be glad you did it. But the, what the reason I'm advocating for this is not, hey, everybody should pay for Mesa. It's like if you have this thing laying around, the more you sort of entertain it and spend time with it, the more you're going to, the light bulb's going to go off when you face a challenge or an idea and and mm-hmm. realize, oh, I've wired my brain now to be able to think in these like workflow automation things
1: and. I could solve my problem. And I like that too. it might be easy for us to obviously Mesa is a sponsor of the podcast. So, so I'm pretty big on them. They've given you a ton of good results, but there's just so many things like uh, reducing burnout as well as just reducing error rates. When I was, did my, uh, my tour over at gorgeous, you, you just see compared to Zendesk at the time where you're flipping back and forth between tabs and just monotonous manual activity, you don't double check everything that you've cut and paste to the, the board. And then you put in the wrong thing. And especially at scale with a brand like Mudwater, where you're doing millions of dollars a month, uh, a 0.5% error rate in every little human action is going to snowball and have compounding effects. So I just, I can't say enough about automating anything that's, that's monotonous there. Jonathan, anything else that you want to, that you want to add before we start uh, preaching to the converted too too much?
0: Um, Yeah, I just would underscore like if you're new, like stick with it. If you're new to workflow automation, stick with it. You can figure it out. Feel free to reach out to the customer support of whatever platform you're using. They're they're there to help make you an expert in it. Yeah, stick with it because you can do it.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Make sure you're subscribed. I'm probably going to be talking about a few more topics here that we talked about, especially on the marketing automation front as 2022 only gets more and more competitive with costs of everything going up. And I don't think we're going to see another big boom like we saw a couple of years ago. So you got to be smart this year if you want to win. Jonathan, I know you're active on LinkedIn. You're active on Clarity. People can find you. Jonathan Crawford, Groovy. What else do you want to plug? What do you got going on?
0: Well, we're just about to launch our uh, non-alcoholic nitro mocha stout, which is going to blow everybody away. There's never been a nitro stout done in NA before. And we're going to be dropping our dry red blend wine in a can in in about a month as well. And that's done really well in the like beta release we did. So get you some Babs. This
1: is your Monday to Thursday drink to slosh around. It is. You, you drink the NA during the week, so you feel not guilty about drinking so much on the weekend. Exactly. We approve that. Yeah, that's that's what it's for. Just drink recklessly if it's NA. <laughs> it's good for you. You can have unlimited. It's like Yeah, drink rock. one in, 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 uh, when you wake up. That's why we make you, mocha stout, because you can put it in your coffee cup. That's true. Or if you're uh, got a gazillion barbecues like me and you don't want to feel like an alcoholic cracking a beer at 830 in the morning, grab a groovy. Right. Right. Well, I think that that is a good place to wrap up. I'll make sure the editors take those out so we're not making any any claims and advertisers come come cracking down. Jonathan, thank you so much for for joining me. Thank you. Good to chat, man.